Hello, Christian singles. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Single Plus. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in on today. Not your typical episode with intro music because today's a little different, you all. We have our first guest, honestly. (laughs) It's been me for a long time. But I've shared with you all that we are ambassadors for the Christian Singles Hub, which is led by Michelle Apples. And Michelle Apples is here, you all. So welcome, Michelle. Feel free to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you so they can finally hear you. <laughs> ah, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Daria, for having me on. As Daria said, my name is Michelle Apples. I am the founder of the Christian Singles Hub. And I just have such a passion for singles, as I know Daria does as well. And, and just bridging the gap and just really helping singles realize that they are whole on their own. And so, you know, we do this in so many ways through the power of community. We know from the Bible that iron sharpens iron, mm-hmm. um, really gathering in community so singles don't feel so alone, but also offering courses and workshops and events that you can attend, trips and retreats and so much more and so much to come. So, so glad to be here. So glad to be chatting with you, Daria. And thanks again for having me. Awesome. I'm happy to have you here. And as I was thinking of a topic that we could really hit on today, I'm sure we're probably going to um, hit some areas that a lot of singles don't want to hear, but you and I have had plenty of conversations about purpose, purpose being now before a spouse shows up, before we even get into a relationship, because some singles honestly feel like they have to wait until their spouse shows up in order to have meaning, in order to have significance. And while a spouse is great, they can definitely add to your life. But you and I both know that we can do something right now. So I would love to hear your heart with that because I definitely see you working your purpose now. (laughs) You are definitely on the go with the platform, with the hub, and just really using this time as a single. So share a little bit about that. Yeah, I love that. And I love this topic. And it's something that both you and I are so passionate about. And, and really, what really connected us is that we both are just walking in, you know, purpose. And that doesn't start when you meet someone that starts today, because you Uh, I heard it actually at church the other day. Our pastor said, assignments are temporary, but identity is forever. And really, if you don't have your identity in who you're called to be, what you're called to accomplish, things you're called to do in this lifetime, then who are you going to be when you meet that person? Mm. And I think that's so crucial to remember that we were born as individuals. We die as individuals. So we go before the throne of the Lord as individuals, not as a couple, not as a married uh, couple, like it says in the Bible, like you will not be married in heaven. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's just, it's something to remember and to keep at your forefront of like, what do you want to accomplish in this life? What does that look like for you as an individual? Because that doesn't start, like if you go into a relationship or dating or marriage with this mindset of, oh, this person's going to complete me or this person's going to going to give me that purpose in my life. That's such a bad mindset and mindset to have and so unhealthy in so many ways, because that's not actually what happens. And 
And something I was actually talking to someone about yesterday is when it does say iron sharpens iron, who do you want to be going into that relationship? And not even just in a romantic sense of relationship, but in every relationship, every friendship, every partnership, every coworker, do you want to be that person that better someone else's life? Or do you want to be that person who's dragging someone else down? And you're going to be that person that drags someone else down if you don't really understand who you are as an individual and things you're called to and be working on stewarding the very gifts that God has given you, which right now is our singleness. And it is truly a gift. But if we're not stewarding it well, then how are we expected? You know, the Bible says, and it's very clear on those who will be faithful with little will be given much, right? And so Mm. I think it's just so important to remember that we are individuals, that we have purpose on this earth, and that isn't just to get married. Wow, that was a mouthful, you all. I could do a mic drop on that, but it's so true. And what's sad is that a lot of us haven't fully grasped that because we think, and yes, it may be because of how we grew up. It may be because of what we see in society that the next thing to do is get married. You know, you you go to school, you graduate high school. For those that go to college, they go to college. You get a good paying job. You're living your life. And what's the next thing you do? Get married. So for those of us that don't, we feel like we're lacking. We feel like something is wrong. We feel like, okay, did I miss something? Or we may find ourselves comparing our lives to other people because social media, while it is a tool, it definitely gives you mm-hmm. access to other people's lives. So you're seeing engagement posts, you're seeing, you know, marriage posts, people announcing their, you know, their wedding coming up, or maybe the couple's already married and they're announcing their child, you know, is on the way. And you're like, wow, I wanted to have children. I wanted to have that. Why is that happening for them, God? Why isn't it happening for me? So for the singles that feel like that, what would you say to them that feel like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but how do I do this practically with everything else I'm seeing around me that makes me feel like maybe I'm not worth finding or maybe I'm not worthy of this desire that I'm hoping for, but it hasn't happened yet? Yeah. I mean, I would just say, A, like God is faithful to his promises. And so if it's something that he has given in your heart as a desire, then I believe that it will come to pass. But I believe it's going to be in his timing and not yours. Mm -hmm. I think that so often we want things to happen on our timing. I mean, that's so evident all the time that we just want, like we live in such a culture that we want things when we want them and we want them now. And that's just not God's reality because he wants us lacking in nothing. I just think of myself in my singleness. And if I would have gotten married 10 years ago when, quote unquote, like all the Christians singles were getting married at early 20s, like that would have been a disaster. And I probably still Mm. wouldn't be married today. And so I think of it as like protection. Like, thank you, God, that you protected me from heartbreak and divorce and things that I see people walking through now that is so real and so unfortunate. And, you know, we just have to to believe that God is good through whatever emotions and feelings that we have. Know them, recognize them, feel what you need to feel. I'm not saying hide it or push it away. Feel what you need to feel, but still know that God is good. God is good either way. And so remembering to praise him and worship him, even in the midst of feeling like 
you're in a waiting season. I mean, if you look at anyone in the Bible, God promised something and it didn't come to pass for a long time, right? Like mm-hmm. there was waiting seasons. I mean, even Jesus had a hidden season before he actually stepped out into his ministry. And it's like, there were, you have to look at that as, wow, if he had to go into hiding, then so do I. And that hiding season, which often does feel like our single season, is really preparation. It's really equipping. It's really growing and evolving. And and then I would say, you know, on top of that, with, you know, comparison or competition or envy, um, bitterness, don't like hold every, every mindset captive. Mm-hmm. Like, you need you, you have to like your thoughts become things your mind is so powerful like there's power in your words there's power in your thoughts and there's a reason that it tells us to hold every thought captive because those things as soon as you allow them to kind of take root they grow right and so if we're constantly just comparing and constantly saying oh well poor me because they're getting married like hold those thoughts captive I cannot say it enough and it's hard to do it's easy to say but the more you do it the more of a habit it becomes right and thoughts become things so if you're sitting there dwelling on the fact of your lack instead of wow i'm so thankful that god actually protected me from marrying the wrong person i'm so mm-hmm. thankful that i am 33 right now and not married because i probably wouldn't be walking out in all the things god is showing me and revealing to me if i would have got married because it would have distracted me and then i look at my friends getting engaged and getting married and I'm saying, hey, that's a testimony of God's goodness because if he did it for them, he can do it for me and celebrate that because through it all, God is worthy to be praised. And just because something is happening in somebody else's timing, God's God's timing for someone else doesn't mean it's not going to happen for you, but it's going to be in the timing he needs it to be for you, not for someone else. So you know, I think it, competition is a real thing and comparison. And it's so unfortunate because I think that we don't get to celebrate the goodness and the glory of God and the testimony of his goodness when we're constantly comparing to our own journey. And really, like, that's where our our mind needs to go first and foremost is God is good. Mm. Wow. You said so many good nuggets there. And what was resonating with me. And that is something that I've had to practice. And we don't think about that because I think for some of us, we don't, it's like, we, I don't even know what the right word for it is, but I think sometimes we treat dating so casually that we don't think to take thoughts captive when it comes to dating. You know, we don't think like, oh, I need to cast this thought down if I'm feeling bad about myself or if I think that my worth, you know, doesn't measure up to someone else's. It's like, we don't think that. We just allow those thoughts to go on replay and just go over and over and over again in our minds. But when you become conscious of what you're thinking about, like, wait a minute, why am I thinking like that? God made me in his image. (laughs) So who cares if someone hasn't chosen me or if I'm not married yet? And yes, it is a real feeling. I always tell the listeners here, I would never dismiss anyone's feelings and say, okay, just get over it. I wouldn't say that. Those are legit, real feelings. You feel Mm -hmm. lonely. You feel like you're missing out. But as God reminds me all the time, are you going to believe? It's like, okay, feel that feeling, but what are you going to do afterwards? Are you going to let that fester? Are you going to allow it to take root and create, as you said, the bitterness and the resentment? 
or are you going to make another choice? Believe it or not, you all, we still have a choice. <laughs> we still mm -hmm. have free will. So even when you're feeling those feelings, you can say, you know what, God, I'm feeling like this. And I know it's okay to feel like this, but I can surrender in this moment to you, give these feelings to you and realize that you have my best interest at heart. You're not leaving me hanging and I have to trust your timing. And I know it's easier said than done. So what would you say, Michelle, to those they are like, okay, Michelle, I hear you, but you make it sound so easy. You have all this going on for you. Of course you would say that. Because some people think that because we say things like this, it automatically makes think, oh, well, they must not feel it or they must not have any oh, problems. Yeah. It's like, let's get real for a second. <laughs> How'd you get to this yeah. point? <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, you, I mean, I still go through it too. And so often, I mean, I think people look at my life and they're quick to say, well, it's easy for you to say. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like for an example, I mean, I recently went on um, a date with someone and and this matchmaker actually contacted me and, and sent me his profile. And I was like, oh man. And I instantly went into like, you're not good enough for this guy. This guy, look at this guy, look at all he's accomplished. Look at who he is. Look at, you know, his um, just title and profession and, and what he's done in his life. And it, it instantly went to that mindset. And I had to, I had to stop it right in its track and say, you know what, regardless, it does, this, this doesn't need to become anything if it's not God's will for me. But I'm going to go into this not thinking I'm inadequate or not worthy enough for this, but how can I be a light to this other person who's on the other side of the phone? Because I may see this idea that I have of them, but I don't know them. I don't know what they've been through. I don't know what they're going through. And all I'm called to be is the salt and light of this earth. And so therefore, instead of being putting it all on me and my worth and my identity and who I was, I said, you know what? I know who I am and I'm going to stay stand firm in that. And I'm going to have to release this to God and release this pressure and expectation that instantly my, my head went to. And I said, instead, I just want to be a blessing to this person. And mm -hmm. so, and that's what I have been doing. And like, at the end of the day, like, I don't know if anything romantic will really come out of it and that's okay. But I think we have to get to the point of saying, Hey, whatever is God's will is what I want for my life. And whatever's not, I I allow it to go away, but I'm going to show up as a light in every environment and every situation. Do I fall short more times than I can count? I'm human. I'm not Jesus, mm. you know, and, and I will never be perfect. But I think that's where my mind had to go to was stop thinking about me, 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 and start thinking about, whoa, there's another person on the other end of this that I could actually bless if I don't get in my head about this. And so I think so often when we do get in our head about um, just our worth and stuff, you know, a holding those thoughts captive, because like the enemy, when he comes in, he wants to have a foothold. And the moment you give him a foothold, he just allows himself to get more and more and more and more in there. And then it's like overtaking your whole life, your whole identity, your whole worth, and so really like when those thoughts come up, it's almost like taking them, counterattacking them with the word of God. And that's really by spending time in his presence, knowing the word of God and knowing what he says 
that you are. But also another practical thing I do, I mean, people send me encouragement all the time, whether it's friends or people in the community of of how much I have helped them or impacted them or how much I've been a blessing to their lives or how much I've been a light. And I take those and I screenshot them and I put them in a folder on my computer. So then when I am having those days where you know, Satan's trying to tell me that I'm worthless and I'm inadequate. And who am I to be doing all this stuff? And who am I to, you know, I can actually go to my computer and I can pull those things out and be like, no, this is a lie. Mm -hmm. And I also have another book that I write down all the things God is revealing to me. And it's been so beautiful to be able to go back and read those things and to be able to remind myself like how good God is and how good he's been in my life and what I'm really grateful for. And um, another thing that, you know, practically that we've talked about before is faith declarations, you know, Mm -hmm. what does God's word say about me and write those things out. And, you know, when you're feeling like you're not worthy, no, no, no. I was made in the image of God, having that written out that you can go and it's easily accessible to be able to read those things off and just remind yourself of who you are and whose you are. Because I think this life is hard. You know, we've, we get stuff thrown at us left, right, and center all day, every day. I mean, technology is such a blessing, but also a curse when it comes to comparison, competition, Mm -hmm. looking at other people's lives and saying, oh, I'm not where I thought I was going to be. But let me remind you that God's timing is not your timing. And God is the author of timing. So what he can do for someone else, he can do for you in half the amount of time or even less. I mean, I look at the last couple of months of my life and just seeing how God's radically shown up in such a quick amount of time that I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And here I was thinking I was behind or here I was thinking things that I was like, I trust that this is going to happen, but I also have no idea how it's going to happen. And it's just so beautiful that to remind yourself that his ways are higher than yours and his thoughts are higher than yours and his capacity is so much greater than yours. Mm, That's so good. And I love hearing your experience because again, people need to realize like, Hey, I don't have this all together. It may look like it, but I'm still walking this out too. So would you say, because you are walking through this and you've been through this when it comes to your own singleness and walking in your purpose, how would you say that led into what you're doing now as a matchmaker now with the Christian singles community and the hub? Is this because of your own journey or what sparked that, you know, as you were just dreaming with God and this vision, you're like, God, I, I want to do this. How did that come about? Yeah. I mean, if you look at my life, it's been a crazy whirlwind of a journey. And just like from my upbringing and being around very toxic relationships to honestly never thinking that I was even going to get married because I was like, well, if this is what marriage looks like, like, do I really want it? And not having those examples of of healthy relationship and, and then watching God really redeem that by giving me just mentors of beautiful couples that had just such God centered relationships. And how it's like, I don't know what this is that they have going on, but whatever it is, I want that. Mm. And I realized, and it gave me vision for my future relationship and then getting me around just families who were just so God centered. And that doesn't mean that they 
don't have flaws and they don't have troubles and trials and different things that they walk through. But there was just something different. And I was like, it gave me faith. It gave me hope. It gave me vision. And so God really took me on this just trajectory. And I didn't know it at the time, obviously, like before any of this had ever started of really showing me different vision of, of first, it wasn't just marriage and couples, and then it was families and, and just what that looks like for healthy relationship and healthy families and how it, how it all starts from healthy individuals. And, Mm. and then, you know, getting plugged into back into church because I had grown up in church and then I left it from having really bad experiences and going through a lot of church hurt and um, coming back to my faith and trying to navigate my own dating life and trying to understand, okay, I really wanted what these people had, but then I look around and I go on these dates and it's so awkward. And, and like, it's, it was just this weird taboo thing that no one talked about. Or when you did start dating, then all of a sudden it was this weird pressure of like, you're instantly going to get married. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's like, this doesn't feel good. This feels very icky. And I, yet I look at this beautiful couple and I'm like, this is the vision. This is what I want. But then I'm, in these dating scenarios in the church that feel very icky. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. There has to be something. And then I looked around and there was nothing. And Mm. I think that was really challenging because I'd watch all my friends. And at the time I was leading a small group and all these single women who just didn't know, like, how do you meet people and why is this so weird? And I was feeling the same thing. And then watching that, like the guys wouldn't even talk to women because they were opposite sex and they've been kind of programmed not to. And I was like, this feels so weird and it shouldn't. And so, yeah, that kind of, you know, I think go walking through my own experience of, of trying to navigating, trying to navigate just a God fearing centered relationship and dating and not having a clue where to begin or what this looked like or how to even find them or find, you know, God honoring relationships and, and then almost backsliding into, well, I don't want to date Christians because this just feels icky and weird. So should I just go back to dating secular people? Mm. And then did that. And I was like, that this isn't what I want. And, and so it was this messy thing, right? Like my life is nowhere near perfect. And it was a lot of trial and error and trying to figure out my own dating life that really led me to, to doing what I'm doing now. And at the time when I was walking through that, I had no idea that God was like preparing me for what, what he was calling me to, but, you know, and then, um, and then I was working for, secular single companies and, and secular matchmaking companies. And, you know, I really enjoyed just doing that and being able to connect with people and, and watching them, you know, get in relationships to, you know, I helped with some proposals, get married, have kids, buy houses, all the things, but it wasn't Christian relationships. And so when God really called me to start my own matchmaking agency, I was like, there just needs to be something better. And then it kind of led into all that I'm doing now and and just really have seen God's hand on it, which has been so beautiful, but it's not where I expected to end up. It's not anything I had dreamed of or planned of or 
you know, it like it, it wasn't a regular career field where people, you know, know, like, I want to be a doctor, or I'm sure yourself, who is an author, you're like, I, you know, I know I want to write, I want to be a writer, I want to be an author. And like, that was not my experience. It was kind mm. of like this thing led to this thing that led to this thing that led to, and that it just goes to show you that God really goes before you because every career that I had leading up to this really helped prepare me for what I'm doing now, which mm. is so cool to look back and be like, oh, God was in all those details that I had no idea why I was doing that thing or why I was, you know, working for this company or that company. And so, um, yeah, that's a little bit about, you know, just how I got started and just the messiness of it all. And, and, but it's been such a beautiful journey and I've learned so much along the way. I think so often we think to, in order to begin, we need to begin perfect and we need mm-hmm. to begin as an expert. And ah, there's so much learning in the journey of it. And so don't detest those small beginnings of just beginning because he wants to teach you so much along the way. Mm, that's so good. And I shared a little bit of my story of how I came to the Christian singles because it was literally at the height of the pandemic. And I was even planning on being on Clubhouse. I was invited by a friend, but I saw the room that you were hosting at the time. And I was just curious because I think it was Wisdom Wednesday and I saw the topic, but I really enjoyed the atmosphere that you created and how it was just so encouraging. And singles were coming in from all over the world and we were just sharing our hearts, praying for one another, having deep discussions, but also having fun topics when it came to dating and things like that. So it's interesting how it went from there on Clubhouse to where it is now with the community hub so I can only imagine uh how surprised you were to see okay this is how it started but (laughs) how did you feel now that it is what it is even though it's only been really a year but God has done so much right so much like it still blows my mind and it's so funny because I think we're our own worst critics and we're so hard on ourselves where so often I'm like I should be so much farther than I am and then I stop and I'm like it's been a year and a half and we've done a lot. Mm. Like we've done a lot and we've grown so much and I've met so many amazing people and um, I never would have ever expected or imagined any of this to become what it has. And that is really just being open to God's leading. And I think because, you know, at the beginning when I started my little matchmaking company, Like I just saw this being a boutique little matchmaking company for Christian singles and maybe not Christian singles because I mean, I was new and I didn't want to just like niche down so far that like I wasn't, you know, getting clients like, you know, your mindset's so funny when you're like worried and and full of fear. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can't think as big as God thinks. And then what God has really done in this community has just been so incredible. But I think it's like being adaptable to just, hey, whatever God wants this to be is what I want it to be. Like, and having open hands to being able to 
pivot. Like we've, we've rebranded, we've changed our name. Like we've done so many different things that I couldn't see a year ago. And just being open to that and saying, God, like every single day, God, where do you want me today? And what does this look like? And give me creative ideas, give me creative insight and wisdom and give me creative solutions for social problems. And what does this look like? And, and it's been so beautiful because I don't, I couldn't do this alone. Like it's with God's leading, like co-creating with him, co-building with him, co-innovating with him is the best thing because all these ideas that just randomly come up, I'm like, okay, cool. God's like, let's go. And so it's just been beautiful to see the journey. And I just feel so blessed that, that he chose me to be a vessel. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Well, I'll ask you one final question before we close this out for today. This has been an awesome conversation, but for those that may be new to listening in um, and they're not familiar with the Christian Singles Community Hub, what would you say is the vision of this platform and why is it um, on your heart so much to bridge the gap for Christian singles? Yeah, I love that. And really my heart for this is just to, A, always bring people closer to Jesus. And so that's really our foundation is we stand on Matthew 6, 33, first the kingdom and his righteousness. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I know that we live in such a lonely world and we want to transform that. Whether you come in and you meet a spouse or, you know, anyone romantic, or you just meet community. I mean, at the end of the day, we are not meant to do life alone. And, and so often, um, Christian singles do feel left out in church culture. And it's so unfortunate. And, you know, I've been attending a lot of new churches recently and and checking them out as I just recently re- relocated. And, and I'm seeing the gap again, because, you know, over 28 years old, there's just nothing for Christian singles to connect. And so really our, our, our vision is just to connect and to equip and to give you resources and to love you where you are, whatever that looks like. Everyone has a seat at our table, no matter where you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, like Jesus sat with sinners and he reclined at their tables. I mean, that is our goal is just, Hey, we want to love you. We want you to be seen, heard, and valued when you come into our community. So we just want to create space for that, whether that be online. And so we have our online community platform um, that you can check out at community.thechristiansingles.com. Um, we also do trips and we do retreats and we do matchmaking and we do, uh, Dari actually writes for our blog every Thursday. So that, that's an amazing resource for you. We release a podcast every Wednesday as well. Um, and we're doing courses. We have courses coming up that are going to be released in September. We do challenges every month. And so we just like the three categories, we just really want you to grow towards greatness. We want you to be faith forward, um, walking in faith, and we want you to date with intention. And so that means really honoring people and honoring God's people and, and leaving people better than you found it. It doesn't mean like, Hey, I'm going to walk in some to a relationship, expect that I'm going to marry this person because I I need to be intentional. No, it just means you leave people better than you found them. So that's really our our community and and just the vision. The vision is just to create a less lonely world out there. Mm, I love that, Michelle. Well, I'm going to have you close us out in prayer and just really um, for those out there that 
are feeling discouraged. Maybe they were listening to this conversation, but they still feel low. They still feel like I hear you, but I feel stuck or like, yeah, all this sounds good, but what if this is just not going to happen for me? I even saw I don't know if it was in our group or in another group, but someone, I think they meant it to be funny, but I think they're like, I guess I'm just going to die alone. So I, I want you to pray for those that feel like there's no hope and feel like this is just a lost cause. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for this time and this conversation that we could have today together today, God. Thank you that you are the almighty God, that you are the alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. God, I thank you for your purpose and your calling for each and every one of your children, God, that you chose us, that you created us, that you formed us in our mother's womb, and you created us and formed us to do more, to do the works of you, to bring people to know you. And so, God, I just pray for every single person listening. I pray, God, for just loneliness to just go away, for hope to be just new again, that there will be a new hope that builds after this conversation, that there will be a zeal for your house, God, for your bride, that God, everyone listening, their faith will rise up in this place, that that they will hold every thought captive, God, that they will not allow the enemy a seat at their table, and that they will be able to stand on the fact that you are faithful to your promises. And if you've done it before, then we know that you are capable of doing it again. And so I just pray for a fresh level of intimacy with every single person under the sound of my voice to get in a secret place with you, for you to reveal your goodness and your grace and your mercies that renew every single day to them in a new way, God, that you give them the hope that they need, that God, you are good, you are sovereign, that we can rely on you, we can count on you, that your love never fails us. And so God, I just thank you for your goodness. And I thank you for every person listening, God. And I just pray God for just a fresh level of anointing to for them to walk into what you're calling them to, for them to grow into greatness and that for them to steward every area that you've called them to well, God. And I just pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, everyone, you have finally heard the leader of the Christian Singles Hub, Michelle Apples. I am happy and honored to be an ambassador and part of the leaders team to be able to come alongside and support in any way I can. So follow her on Instagram. You can definitely follow the Christian Singles Hub on Instagram. We also have a Facebook group that you can join on top of the platform if you would like to check it out. It is definitely a space as we bridge the gap. So thank you, Michelle, for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Daria, for having me. You all stay safe out there and I will talk to you all on next time. God bless.